This is the Pick of the Bunch by Basic Bananas, where we share the pick of the bunch when it comes to marketing, business, and people. Hi, and welcome back. Today, we're going to look behind the scenes of a retail business, and I'm super excited to be joined by the wonderful Carla Armas, who runs Nordic Fusion, and we're going to look at how to navigate through change in a retail business. So let's jump straight in. Hey, Carla, thank you so much for joining me today. No worries. My pleasure. So I thought it would be really interesting to bring one of our Clever Bunch members who is in the retail industry, because obviously the retail space has been impacted either positively or negatively, very drastically because of COVID. And I thought I would love to hear from you a little bit, what was the impact on you and, and what did you do? And it might even inspire some of our listeners to, to do something similar to what you have done because you have obviously made a lot of changes. Before we dive in, so you bought, you've been a member of Basic Grounds for two, three years maybe? I think in, you were just... Almost three, I think. Yeah. yeah, because you bought your business, you said, three years ago, right? Yeah. That's yeah. Right. Do you want to talk, talk a little bit about why did you buy a retail business, Nordic Fusion? Yeah, um, it was actually a lifestyle a decision. I wanted to, to run my own business so that I could have some flexibility around work because my daughter was going to start school then. Um, and so this just kind of fell into place because it was in the Northern Beaches, which is where I live, and, um, and it all just kind of fell into place. I've always liked um, decorating and renovating. I did a bit of that before. So, um, so yeah, so that just all kind of went together until, yeah, I got business. Yeah, and you know what I find interesting? I, I was looking at some recent research and studies in the retail space because obviously some of our members like you are in that space. And I found that companies such as Lululemon have actually increased their revenue, their turnover, and then other companies like H&M, for example, so if you talk in the fashion retail, it has gone down. And I believe that one of the reasons why Lululemon has increase their revenue is because they don't only focus on fashion and yoga fashion they also have a community and invest in their customers what you have done you are i mean you're doing okay even though covid is hitting and you have two stores at the moment that have to close temporarily what are some of the things that you are doing to help get through this crisis at the moment yeah. Um, well, uh, online retail has been definitely, uh, uh, you know, probably the reason we're still around. Because <laughs> if we were reliant only on this in the physical brick and mortar stores, um, then we'd probably be in a completely different situation right now. So our, our online retail and the fact that we were already quite strong, um, thank you to some of it, <laughs> a lot of quite a lot of the of the information and tips that we got from Basic Bananas, but. Um, that has been a key factor for us for surviving this crisis. We did have to close the stores for most of April, um, but yeah, I mean, you're, it, it's, it doesn't. You don't get. You still have your expenses. You don't have to. You you just don't have the income at all, and it's just responsibility as well with your employees. So um, we've been trying to make sure that we keep communication open with our customers. Uh, we've got quite a few loyal customers, and they they call us in the office, and we also. Um, um, talk to them through our social media. We keep in, in touch with them through social media. 
um, and then also through the newsletters. So we started doing our newsletters more often every week. Um, and sometimes if we felt that we had something to communicate to them about the stores, then we would do it a bit more often just to the customers that are our retail, you know, brick and mortar store customers. Um, and then, yeah, just offering that little bit of extra value. So we had signs in the stores when they were closed and we said like for our locals, just, you know, we gave them a code for free freight. So if they went to the store, they wouldn't have to pay freight, but trying to encourage people to, to shop online. And quite a lot of them jumped on and, 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 and used the codes and, and buy online now as well as going into the stores. Yeah, you mentioned that your 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 online sales have gone up three hundred percent from last year, actually, which is incredible. What in in those obviously one of the things that you are doing is staying in touch with your customers on a more regular basis and building. It's a little bit feels like you are building that community and and still connecting with people rather than just being silent and putting your head in the sand. What do you share in those in those newsletters in the we, emails? We true we but we had before this this um, virus hit. We still had we have like a calendar of things that are relevant to because we we deal with Scandinavian um, people in the Scandinavian community. Um, we do dates, so we have specific blogs or or information about specific dates that are related to Scandinavian um, special days. Uh, but we also talk a lot about we have a lot of blogs and information about interior design and um, yeah and and styling. Um, and yeah, it's just life in general, really. So we try to in our newsletters, unless we're having a, a massive sale, a specific sale, uh, we always have content. So we always have a little blog about something that's happening in Scandinavia, or or something that you can do at home, or recipes. We've even had recipes. Actually, our blog that has had the most hits. It was a recipe for cinnamon bun because <laughs> the Swedes celebrate cinnamon bun day. And we had the website just went crazy with that one, um, and it's just little things like that. So we always put out a few products that are related to the blog at the bottom of the, the newsletter, uh, but we don't really like our newsletter is about the content, and then within the content, then we might have a few, um, you know, um, links to to other products that are relevant. But um, we even during the COVID, we had a, a blog that was also very popular, which was about um, how to. Uh, inspire your kids' imagination and what kind of toys do you buy? And we had a, a, a actual teacher that collaborated with our blog writer um, to kind of give you know tips and uh, to parents about what kind of toys were were best to inspire kids' imagination. That's great. So you really adjusted the content to be super relevant to right now by yeah, yeah. <laughs> by also. Uh, yeah, and I love I love a few things here, but obviously the one thing that I've always loved about your business and and you is that you do have a specialty. It's a, it's a retail store. There are so many retail businesses out there, and many of them are struggling. You and the ones that are doing well is the ones that are have the courage, like you, to really own a space. And you've owned this Scandinavian space by selling authentic Scandinavian products, and. Also, the, so that's the first thing that I really like, love about your business and that hopefully the listeners will get inspired by that also. And the second thing is collaborations. With You said you had a collaboration with a teacher to come up with some games, also the recipe, not sure where you got it from, but obviously that was, it's, it's, you know, you're not, you're not a, a cooking business, but you sell homewares. So yeah, that's right. thinking a bit outside of the box, what sort of content could we share? I like it. Now, because you are authentic, Scandinavian 
in terms of your product, you've also had some challenges yes. <laughs> because of some supply chain restrictions. Do you want to share a little bit about that and how did you overcome some of that? Yeah, well, um, we've been, it's been a challenge because we, we mostly air freight our products from Scandinavia, uh, but there are not many flights coming from Europe at the moment. Um, so air freight pricing has gone through the roof. Like we've requested some air freight quotes and that, that's yeah. been like five times the normal price. Um, so it's been impossible for us to, to do our normal um, top-ups for stock uh, because otherwise we wouldn't make any money. We would just be losing money if we paid for that. And then putting stuff on a boat takes too long to get here. Um, but we've had to do a combination. And luckily enough, um, some of our key suppliers, they have contracts in place with freight forwarders. And that's allowed them to keep the freight rates um, low. So they're not the same as what they were, but they're still manageable. So with some of our key suppliers, what we do is we negotiate it with them and they, they pay for the freight to their freight forwarders and we pay them. So that then, you know, we can still make a margin and bring the stock in on time. But that, that has definitely been a challenge um, yeah. in terms of bringing stock in and still trying to make some money. <laughs> Did you have to pass some of that cost on to the customer or you just absorbed that in, in We've absorbed it, yeah. Um, we didn't feel it was the right time to put up pricing or anything like that. Uh, I mean, everyone's in the same boat. So it's a lot, I mean, we, we would make the decision where if it was, if we weren't going to make any money or enough money to make the deal worth our while, then we just put it on a container and put it on the, on a vessel. Um, but if it was, if it, if we would still make some money and, you know, keep customers happy, then we would make, we would do that. Yeah. Did you ever in this crisis feel like almost swaying from your core, which is authentic Scandinavian products and just going, you know what? Let's just sell other products, or did you just say no? We're gonna stick by my guns. I don't think so. I think maybe if we would have gone through this, maybe when I first bought the business, I would have considered it. But I think now, um, yeah, no, that that's not an option for us. It's just for me. I think it wouldn't gain anything because our customers come to us for this specific niche. Um, so if I like if I went astray from that, then I think I would just be looking at a completely different customer base, and so I think it would actually do us more harm than good. Um, yeah, the yeah. same as I, I thought at the beginning. You know, everyone was on sale, so I decided not to do any promotions at all because I thought there's a lot of noise out there. Everyone's on sale, because everyone's scared, and you know, what's the point that you're going to just reduce your margins or have no margin? And still, your volumes are not going to make up for that because no one's buying because everyone's scared. Um, so at the beginning, I, I kind of resisted that urge of, oh, everyone's on sale, maybe I should, you know, move some stock. Um, and that actually worked to our advantage because because we grew online quite significantly, um, which is what supported us through all this. And then at the same time, I didn't kind of deteriorate the, the image of our brand. Um, which is, I mean, we're not Louis Vuitton, but we still sell quality products that are worth the price that people pay for. Yeah, and I love, I love that. I love that you didn't sway from your core and your obviously your vision and your your purpose and your values. You you start, you are sticking by your guns, which is also giving your customers confidence to return to you and yeah. to continuously support to support you. Are there any other marketing strategies that? you have implemented recently or or even you know over the last three years that have worked really well maybe some social media or any other things that you have that you can share with our listeners 
Yeah, well, the social media as well. Every time we um, we do again because we're uh, all about Scandinavia, we do a fair bit of images and um, not only of products but like images and um, beautiful photos of landscape in Scandinavia or specific events and things like that. And that actually brings a lot of people um, to to our you know into our social media. We get lots and lots and lots of likes and lots of comments and lots of sharing with those posts are far more than what we would get with any other product images um, that we put up or, or any other content. So just just beautiful shots about you know life um, and the lifestyle and, and the weather and, and beautiful cities that actually gets a lot of attention and then we get a lot more followers um, that we can you know market to later on when we do wanna post that some products and, and yeah and that's a really good strategy too especially for instagram is to for you again because you do have a specialty is to repost other people's photos so it can be travel photos mm -hmm. and then obviously credit them uh, which yeah. you're doing and then, uh, then again you get exposure to the person that has taken the photo and you, it's just much more interesting to follow you because so many people are obviously interested in scandinavia and that region yeah, I love it. It's a great strategy. Is there anything else that you would love to leave our listeners with? This this was really great. It was just really great to see into a retail business and see the struggles as much as also the successes. So obviously e-commerce is booming for a lot of businesses. Physical bricks and mortar stores are struggling and will continue to struggle as the buying behavior is changing. Is there anything else that you would love to leave our listeners with? I think um, I was recently, this is not my idea, but I'll share it because I think it's very important. I was recently with a group of um, of Scandinavian people talking about um, their experiences in store as well as online. Um, and, you know, you, you would never hear someone about talking about what an amazing shopping experience they had at Target or Victoria or something yeah. like that. Not that there's anything wrong with those stores. They serve a purpose. But um, I think for us um, as a retailer, um, what will really make a difference is how we make our customers feel um, so that they feel that they're buying something special. We, we say in our, our kind of our ethos is that we, uh, we are providing joy, you know, through gifts. We sell a lot of gifts and a lot of homewares and that, you know, home is what you make out of it and it provides joy. Um, so we want to make sure that all of our customers, the people that call us on the phone because they can't place their order online because they're a bit of a different age group and they struggle with online and we just process the order for them on the phone or the people that are just oh can you post it to me yes you know you, you know they might live next door to the store but it might be a heavy a heavy purchase so we just post it to them so we, they don't have to come and collect it and just doing the extra bit and giving the customer that amazing experience so that they always want to come back Yes, that's a, another great point. And again, I was talking to someone the other day who runs quite a large watch business that they make and they're really successful. And can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, no, I can hear you. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and we were talking about how he chose not to, well, he tried, but he said it's not the right product. He chose not to sell his products on Amazon. And same for you because it's an emotional connection with the customer. It's not just about moving product. But it's about emotionally, this customer is emotionally connecting, which is a little harder to do if you run an Amazon store. And this, that's exactly your philosophy. And it's a really good philosophy. It's not about the mass market. It's about 
finding the right people that are obsessed with Scandinavian products and then looking after them and nurturing them and bringing them joy with this emotional connection, which I love it. Great. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks, Carla, again, for taking the time out of your busy day and sharing your wisdom with our listeners and a little bit of behind the scenes. For you, the listener, we will also post the link to Nordic Fusion so you can go take a look. The one thing also, when you check out the website, I love how you have the categories there. So it makes it a lot easier for someone to find the right gifts for the right person. There's for him, for her, for Easter, for Christmas. So you make it very easy for the customer so for listeners go take a look at the website and we can't wait to see you on the next episode <laughs> bye for now Thank you. to get more from basic bananas and to learn new ways to grow your business with clever marketing visit basicbananas.com